Hello Island Church, this is Pastor Rusty Martin. It's uh, Sunday evening, March 22nd. We had a wonderful live stream service this morning and trust you were blessed. And uh, we thank you for tuning in tonight for just a quick word of uh, exhortation to keep, you, keep your spirits built up, keep faith coming, and keep joy flowing in Jesus' name. You know, it's a uh, very unusual situation we find ourselves in, uh, not just as a church, but as a people, as a society. Um, I've lived through, I think in my lifetime, I've been in three hurricanes that totally destroyed this area. Several, several other smaller hurricanes that have damaged the area. I've been in a, we had a terrible uh, tornado when we lived over here on, off 75th Street uh, back in the late 70s that destroyed our neighborhood. And so, uh, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of what physical destruction can do as far as a major hurricane, Cat 5 storm, different things like that. But I don't think we've ever uh, navigated anything like this. I remember 2008, we prepared ourselves. Of course, we as a church, you know, saw the storm coming. Uh, we began to pray. Uh, I know. remember the Sunday before uh, the storm hit, we were packed. All of our rooms were full. We were just having a wonderful time. The church had great momentum. We had a service on Wednesday night. Of course, during these services, we prayed. We spoke to the storm. But, you know, I got up on Friday morning and went up to the seawall and and uh, saw something I'd never seen before. I'd never seen the uh, ocean level rise to the level of the seawall with the waves coming over the top like that. And I knew, you know, that, that we were going to get that storm, that it was going to hit. And sure enough, it hit and, and just basically destroyed the island. So we had to go uh, into what we call a recovery phase. And that phase took us several years to recover, to get out of it. I know that uh, uh, physically our building was restored in a few short months by the mercy of God and His miraculous power. But uh, we lost probably maybe even more than a third of the congregation of this church just by being displaced. And so, uh, you know, we've spent years rebuilding, uh, replanning, uh, redefining vision. But here's the thing. Uh, information during a time like this, it flows from all type of types of uh, venues. You have your, uh, your national news. You know, people sometimes get real bent politically in one direction or another to where they bend toward the left or bend toward the right. And, and one group says, well, this is what's right. The other group says, well, this is what's right. Then you have extremes on the other side of that. But, you know, I, I know this by things I've heard, things I've listened to. There's no telling what's going on. Uh, I know that there's a virus that's loose in the nation. Uh, it depends on who you listen to that talks about how extreme or how unextreme it is, how eventful or uneventful it should be. But whatever it may be, there's a response and a reaction of those in authority that have brought basically life as, it, uh, as we know it very slowly, uh, almost down to a, to a crawl or a standstill. By tomorrow, by next week, they may, uh, uh, you know, just completely uh, lock us down. I don't know the purpose of that. I, I can't answer all of those questions. All I can do is to come to you with the Word of God, something that may help you uh, navigate this in your own heart, as we've been saying in all these videos, but not only that, to walk in the peace of God and to know that no matter what you're seeing happening in society, there's not only a greater strength, there's a greater truth, there's a greater reality of what's going on in you because of who you belong to. You belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. The scripture I want to share with you in John chapter 14 I'm just going to read from verse 1 because I like the flow of how it <clears throat> builds up to this scripture. It says in John 14, uh, uh, verse 1, Let not your heart be troubled. That's a pretty good word for this day and hour. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. This is Jesus speaking to us. 
In my father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am you may be also. And whither I go, uh, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas, remember Thomas, he was the doubter. He was the one that always had problems with his faith. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how, we can, and how can we know the way? Let me read that again. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the, know the way? Then Jesus, this real pivotal, powerful scripture that we all know made this statement. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Man, that is so powerful. You know, he, he, sometimes we can also gain understanding or revelation, not by what is said, but also what is not said. He did not say, I'm going to show you the way. He did not say, I'm going to tell you the truth. He did not say, I'm going to give you the life. What he said was, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, which establishes Jesus as what he is talking about. That is the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. So if you get Jesus, you get the way, you get the truth, you get the life. If you follow after the Word of God, He is the Word. Uh, this same Gospel, uh, chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. And the same chapter, verse 14, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So we know that as we follow the Word, we follow Jesus. He is the way, He is the truth, He is the life. Now, everything that is going on in our society right now, this coronavirus, the shutdown of our government, the economic storm that seems to be lo uh, 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 looming right off the shores of our life. Uh, all of this is what we call factual in application. Factual uh, uh, realities are those realities which the Bible actually teaches us are subject to change. So it says over in Corinthians, we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are temporal or factual, but the things that are unseen are eternal or the truth are forever settled in heaven. Now, everything that operates in your life spiritually is going to operate by your decision. That means, I just decide to do it this way. And you know, everybody has that right. No matter how they try to lock us down, quarantine, or how much freedom we have, it does not matter. Your choice is still going to determine your reaction, what you have, what you don't have, what you get, what you don't get, how you proceed or how you don't proceed. And so, literally, you must make a decision as a believer to walk in the light of the truth. Now, much of the facts that I'm hearing, and I've listened to the left and the right, the extreme left, the extreme right, just about everything I can listen to because I want to keep up with what's going on and I want to be effective in ministering, quote, truth to you. But there's a lot of facts out there that I, I see carry a great element of darkness in them. And the thing about factual realities that carry an element of darkness, those are the things that must have the Word of God applied to them. We must apply the truth of the Word of God to the factual things of our life that are dark, that are of the devil, that are, that are satanic, demonic, that are 
uh, of sickness, disease, poverty, like, see what I'm saying? It's all of the, you know, He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Well, we have to walk in that deliverance, proclaim that deliverance, speak that deliverance, and allow the power of that deliverance to lift us above this storm. Uh, we're in a storm. We're in a physical. We're in a financial. And I guarantee you, there is a there is a uh, uh, emotional storm that's looming here. Uh, people are going to begin to become depressed, downhearted. Uh, the longer this draws out, the more hopeless people will get. If you look at what's being talked about in our news media, it's all it's all death, destruction. It's all. Of course, they're trying to you know put their spin on it in such a way in which you know we help each other. And that's that's all well and good. But I mean the facts of what's actually going on here. This is an attack of the adversary. You have to understand that. This is not God uh, trying to rearrange. And No, this is, this is our adversary, the devil. His world and world system. And a lot of people, uh, you know, they're trying to put this spin on. Well, this is all organized and orchestrated. I don't believe it. I believe this whole, this whole mess that is the devil's system is reeling and rocking and, and imploding upon itself. That's what we're seeing. We know the Antichrist takeover, that which is anti-Christ, will be a financial takeover of the world and world system. My goodness, can we see that today like we've never seen before? So this is a day and this is an hour in which you as a believer, we as a church, we as brothers and sisters in Christ must embrace and walk in the power and the authority of the truth of the Word of God. Now, I, I went through some definitions of the word truth. You know, you can go study in your concordance, get Greek, get Hebrew. You can look up in different dictionaries. You can do all of that that you need to do in order to establish a de definition. And it could get very wordy, very lengthy. But listen, I came up with this in its simplicity. Truth is a position of clarity in action, character, and utterance that establishes reality. Now, you're going to have to determine what your reality is. And let me... Let me help you with this because, you know, we teach faith, confession, believing in God, the power of the Holy Ghost, the power of the name of Jesus. We're going to have to get to a place in our hearts where the truth of what we believe is so much greater than the reality of what we're experiencing that that truth becomes the one that carries, motivates, and directs us and not that reality. You say, well, what, what are you trying to say? Think about if you were to have to go through a, a physical battle diagnosed with something. You're a man or woman of faith. You believe God. You believe the scriptures of healing. So you, 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 you begin your fight of faith. And you begin it with this. The facts are the doctor says. We've got the doctor's report. We know what the doctor says. Those are the facts. But Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. We don't ignore the facts. We don't discount the facts. But what we do is we bring our thinking we bring our emotions, we bring our view, our vision, we bring that which we hear under the dominance of the truth and not the dominance of the facts. This is a day and hour. The facts, man, they may control us, they may tell us where we can't go, what we can or cannot do. It's doing it right now. And it's even getting more profound as we continue down this path. But you have to understand, in the midst of it, those are just the facts. They're temporal and they're subject to change. The truth is eternal. Listen, if the whole world system locks down the world and the devil thinks he's got the church locked down, Jesus can just come get us. Jesus is coming soon. He's going to gather his church into himself. In the meantime, we're going to obey his scripture. He said, occupy till he, uh, till he comes. Listen, 
if ministry becomes just walking down the street and talking to people that walk by, then we're going to do it that way. However we need to do it, we're going to proclaim and demonstrate the gospel. But we as individuals, as the children of God, we're going to walk, live, rejoice in the truth of God's Word. And I guarantee if you'll do that, your attitude will change. This way you look at the situation, because listen, if all you do is allow the facts of this situation to inundate your mind, it's not going to be long. You're going to end up in fear. You're going to end up in panic. Your joy is going to leave you. I guarantee you it's going to cause, it's going to cause you great, great harm to your spirituality. But listen, you're more than a conqueror. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the earth. God is establishing his truth in you. That's why you're in Christ. Go ahead and embrace the truth. Rejoice because of the truth. Let Jesus be your all in all. Every day, make a decision. As this situation or circumstance increases, I'm going to increase my worship. I'm going to increase my praise. I'm going to increase my meditation of the Word. Here in this Word, here is my strength. Here is my help. Here is my prosperity. Here is my healing. Here is everything I need right here. I'm going to get it into my heart, into my spirit. I'm going to speak it out. I'm going to proclaim it and see it demonstrated in my life. I guarantee if you'll do that, Jesus said this, if you're my disciples, uh, if you're my disciples, you'll continue in my word. Then are you my disciples indeed. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. It's the truth that you know, the truth that you're embracing, the truth that you're speaking, the truth that you're walking in. Listen, we're not denying the facts. We're not denying all this crazy stuff has happened. But what we're doing is we're choosing to live in the truth. One closing statement something that I took out of my faith notebook. This is something that the Lord gave me in teaching on faith years ago. I thought it was really good. It says this. It says, What righteousness dictates, faith appropriates. What faith appropriates, grace has already supplied. Now, the truth is what produces that faith in you. That faith is an appropriating force. Righteousness dictates. Righteousness dictates, you're my child. You're the healed of God. You're the prosperous of God. You're the delivered of God. You're the joy of God. You're the blessed of... See, righteousness dictates. Dictates. Faith appropriates. You embrace it. Faith begins to appropriate. The truth comes into your heart. I'm healed by His stripes. He supplies all of my need. Thank God for all of His good. I guarantee you, if you'll begin to embrace that truth, that faith will begin to appropriate what grace is already supplied. Listen. God's not trying to say, oh my goodness, look what's happening on the earth. I've got to come up with some supply for my children. No, he's, it's already in place. It's already there. Don't fret. Don't worry. Meditate on that word. Embrace the truth. You will know the truth. You will know Jesus and you'll walk in his freedom. We love you. God bless you. Continue to tune in and get our encouraging words. We have some others that are going to bring, uh, bring you some encouraging words uh, this coming week. And as things change, we will be able to change also whatever we need to do to continue to communicate to you. We will do in Jesus' name. We love you and we'll see you on Monday. God bless you.